0: Greetings and salutations to you all. This is DD Moonflyer. Welcome to Twilight Tonic, your weekly voyage to points distant and parts unknown. We'll discuss all things paranormal, spiritual, weird, and wonderful. So if you're ready, grab your favorite tonic, your best comfy chair, and let's begin. Twilight Tonic. I have Paulo Dicko. And sometimes we look back on our childhood and then you happen to scroll through social media and then you see somebody that is investigating where I grew up. I grew up in Dayton, but I was raised in Miamisburg and I always would go to Waynesville. And this young lady has formed Paranormal Mimesburg and Paranormal Waynesville. And Paula's in the house tonight, and she's going to tell us all about some of her really cool projects. She's been doing this only for about three years now, and this lady's come a long way, a lot to be proud of. How are you, Paula? Hi, I'm great. How are you all? I'm wonderful. I'm so glad I'm talking great. to you.
1: Tell me a little
0: bit about you and what attracted you to this?
1: Um. Well... Of course, we were coming out of COVID, and I was also coming back to the workforce. I had taken about 10 years off to be a stay-at-home mom, so I really didn't know what I was going to do with my life, and I'd always had my photography business, Mm -hmm. and um, so I still had the photography business, but I just, something sparked, and I'm going to have to say, it was the episode of Ghost Nation with Buckeye Charm. I watched that episode and I was like, "I'm confused. Where is this place?" And I googled it and I'm like, "This place is 15 minutes from my house. What is wrong with me?" So that's where it started. That's where it ignited. Um, I've always loved ghosts. I've read about ghosts like since second, first or second grade. Um, every ghost show you could put on TV, I've watched, I've recorded on VHS. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just, I was a sponge my entire life. Everything ghosty, everything historic. Yeah. I'd go on walking tours everywhere. I like, I've done my homework for decades now and I just never really put my toe in the ghost hunting part. And so I went to Waynesville, took the ghost tour, loved it. Brought my mom back, brought my best friend back, brought my son back. And they were like, do you know we have a ghost class? I'm like, just take my money right now. Just <laughs> just sign me up right now. So I took the ghost class. I got my little 101 on um, at the Museum of the Friends um, in, my, in Waynesville, which is hilarious because mm-hmm. I'm now on the board of trustees for the museum in Waynesville. That's awesome. um, and so that was my class. And then like two weeks later was announced a ghost hunt at buckeye charm and i went it was bonkers active like it i it was insane like i can't even like sls stuff um evps or um, it it was insane um whoever was there that night were like buckeye charm had never been so hopping and Mm -hmm. i didn't want to leave i was like (laughs) i had to force myself to walk out the door like I had the biggest adrenaline rush of my life. And I said, this is it. I have found my home. I don't, this is it. Like my heart is here and it's here with the town and it's here with the ghosts. Um, and I do, I, I tell people when I talk about ghosts, I have to make sure I tell you if they're alive people I'm talking about or dead people I'm talking about. Cause I kind of talk about them because we're all in the same space. We're right. all here. We're all communicating with each other. So, Some people might just be a couple hundred years older than Mm -hmm. us, but we have to respect our elders. We have to respect their history. They were here before us. And some of my ghosts say, we'll just be here after you. So we're just going to wait you out. So that's how I kind of dipped my toe in. And it's kind of been a full steam ahead
0: since then. So you also do a lot in Miami's Park.
1: I do. Uh, Miami'sburg. Well, I did a whole lot of, I was doing my stuff in Waynesville because I do the ghost tours. I now help with the ghost class that I took. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am on the board of trustees there. So I was, I'm very delved into Waynesville at this point after a whole lot of years of um, beating the sidewalk and making connections. So I went over to Miami'sburg. Went over to my what I like to call my home in Myimesburg, Backwater Voodoo. It was for my birthday. Mm-hmm. I'd wanted to go to New Orleans so bad. Like I've been in New Orleans, but I wanted to go this past year particularly. Mm-hmm. Well, I walked into Backwater Voodoo, and it is NOLA. When you walk into Backwater Voodoo, it's it's tiki rum. It's it's just it's Mardi, it's Mardi Gras every freaking day. And well, let's just say they pour the drinks as heavy as they do in um, New Orleans. So I had myself a really great birthday and I was like, it's okay. I'm never gonna see these people ever again. I'm <laughs> burn burn my bridges. And um, like two days after my birthday, I got a call from the owners of Backwater Voodoo. I'm like, oh God, what just happened? And they were like, Hey, did you know Miami'sburg is like the most haunted town in Dayton? And I'm like, hmm, prove it. So <laughs> um The building that Backwater Voodoo is in is in the oldest building. It Mm -hmm. is the oldest continuously functioning building in Miamisburg, because I got corrected. And I'm fine (laughs) with being corrected. Um, The Gebhardt Tavern in Miamisburg is actually the oldest building, but Backwater Voodoo is is the oldest, longest maintained building. Um, And it was built in 1818. And no one ever had any reports. No one had said anything about it being haunted. And I'm like, listen, it's 1818. There's something in here. So um, I was like, listen, I can't. They, they came to me and they're like, do you want, you know, what do you want to do? We would love to work with you. We would love to open our doors to you. What what do you do? What do you offer? And that time I was just kind of doing tours for the museum. Um, I hadn't really run a whole lot of events myself. and. I was like, but first of all, I got to come in here. I got, I got to bring my people in here. And if you aren't haunted, I can't do anything. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not the type of person who's going to like fabricate or over be overly enthusiastic. I'm not going to be running out of your business saying I'm possessed by a demon and have to be exercised. And I've been scratched and all that. I'm not, I'm literally not that person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I brought my good friend, um, Dave Bennett. He is the paranormal. Um, Person on call for Springboro Historical Society. And he's a retired military and he's a sound engineer. And he, dude, he can pull EVPs out of like nothing. It's crazy. The dude has a set of ears. So we came in, we set up with uh, Maria and Eric. Maria and Eric are the owners of Backwater Voodoo and the Watermark restaurant. We set up 45 minutes in Backwater Voodoo. We had K2s going off, we had flashlights going off, we had uh, tripwires going off. And I think Dave pulled 22 EVPs out of 45 minutes of audio. Mm -hmm. These ghosts had never had a chance to talk. They were just rattling on and on and on. So what I love to do with investigations, I never go somewhere once if if it's my choosing. I have to go multiple times because I love building my relationships with the buildings, with the history, with the spirits. Because they're going to open up to me more If they know me, and I kind of fall in love with buildings anyway, I'll go into any haunted building, and I'll be like, "Why did I just fall in love with that museum? Because I love that museum." Um, So I make that connection, and I also love when I investigate. I love bringing the owners or the workers in. Um, I because the ghosts are used to them; they're they'll open up to them, and they they that way the ghosts know I'm safe. Like Mm -hmm. it's okay if you air our dirty laundry to this lady she's just here as a friend um and people are like what do you talk to ghosts about i'm like i talk about the gossip like if the walls could talk if they were a fly on the wall we've literally there you go and the oh. history like i think everybody should sit down if you find a 90 year old person you just need to sit down and let them talk oh, like yeah. they are history oh, yes. so why not talk to the dead ones? Like, they have all this information. Like, I'm just a big history nerd. Just that I'll just put that out there. I, I went to Miami University, and um, I know only a, a small percentage of Miami graduates will know what I'm talking about. I was in the School of Interdisciplinary Studies, I uh, lived over in Western College. Mm-hmm. A couple of people out there are going, Oh, hey, I know what she's talking about. I lived in Peabody Hall for three years, which is one of the most notorious haunted buildings in, in Oxford. Um, and the way my degree worked was was almost like a, um, uh, I'm trying to think of, what's the next step after your bachelor's? Your
0: the master's?
1: Master's. It runs more like a master's program because I got to develop and choose my focuses of study. So my focuses were in American history of the mm-hmm. 1800s. American studies, which is kind of the study of pop culture. Um, and I studied film Mm -hmm. and that all kind of rolled up into this degree of how do we make his history fun for people to learn? Because if we don't learn our history, we're doomed to repeat it. Right. That's one of my life philosophies. So with that kind of a degree. (laughs) (sighs) Nothing. I don't know what you do with that kind of dirty. Um, came out of college. I had interned at a couple of historic homes in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, and they weren't able to hire me on like they kind of had promised. So I went and became a bartender for 10 years. Mm.
0: Um,
1: so I did that. I loved it. I love the people. I love um, reading the people. I loved my regulars. Um, but working in restaurant is is really mentally and physically taxing. Yes. Like yes. that industry I think everybody should have to work restaurant yes. or food mm-hmm. to understand. And I just I I did it for 10 years and that's when I decided to move, get married, have babies. Um so that's how that rolled into that. So everything's just been the next step on my journey. I know where everything's been. I've not regretted anything I've done and it's just all rolled up. So when
0: you were doing the EVPs at that particular location, what kind of things were they telling you, Paula?
1: Um, We have two resident ghosts there. Mm -hmm. Actually, we have three resident ghosts there. I only met the first two. Um, We have an older gentleman who now backwater voodoo can get pretty hopping. We bring the pirates in. Pirate Creed comes in um, and it can get really loud. And he... He's pretty much like, I'm just going to stay up here in the attic. I want you noisy people to stay up here. I'm just going to like sit in my rocker or whatever. I'm going to look out the window. I'm just going to ignore you. And I'm going to wait till you guys leave because you guys are going to die eventually. He's just there <laughs> for the long haul. Um, and there's there's kind of a younger, She's I think she's around like 13, 14. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she was there when it was a school. And I know she loved school a lot, so that was kind of her happy place. She came back to, but she's kind of she's kind of shy, and she sits on the stairs. Um, to there's an attic space, and the stairs are their storage. Mm-hmm. So she sits on those stairs, and she loves to hear the music because anytime I bring I bring in the music and I play the pirate music, everything lights up. But she's she's too shy to go downstairs, so she uh-huh. stays on the stairs. She's really cute, um, and then. We actually discovered our third one with Mayor Collins of Miamisburg. We did a workshop and I invited Mayor Collins, Michelle Collins, Mm -hmm. and the president of the Historical Society, uh, Ken Ballinger. And um, the mayor got to talk to a spirit by the name of Paulina. And Mm -hmm. Paulina had a restaurant in that building. And Mayor Collins knew her. Mayor Collins came and ate her food. But Paulina passed away. And oh. I, I heard there was this incredible conversation. They used flashlights, mm-hmm. like a back and forth yes and no conversation. And Michelle was asking questions that only Paulina would know, and it was a direct back. Like I, I heard Michelle had like tears. It was like reuniting two fe- people. Like I think that's just amazing.
0: Do you remember what the restaurant was called by any chance?
1: I don't. I don't, um, I don't think anybody's ever told me. They did tell me that Paulina used to sell salsa out of her garage and it was her dream to have a brick and mortar. And I think she was only open for two years or so before she passed away. So she's still there. She's still in the kitchen. Whenever I go in, I'm like, Paulina, can you make me a taco? So (laughs) I always have to check in with her. And it's funny because the next door building next to Backwater Voodoo um, is Taco Taco Barra. Mm-hmm. It's another taco uh, Mexican restaurant. It's mom and pop and it's mom and pop cooking your food. It's amazing. And they're really haunted next door. Super, super haunted. I need to get in there and do a residential for them because their employee, they've had employees quit, walk out on them. Um Uh, the one main girl, she put a pop machine on this place in the counter. So she doesn't have to watch the ghost walk by the counter every day at five (laughs) o'clock.
0: That's great.
1: They finally finally hired a new employee. They got her in, they got her trained and she walks out the first day. Uh, And I'm like, what? That's not good. The girl said she was doing something on the front counter, looks over and a full length ghost walks out of a refrigerator. And walks in front of the counter and she's like, I'm good. Peace. Goodbye. Oh, my. So there's a lot happening in that building. And there's they. Yeah, I need to get into that building. But they're great Mexican. I always recommend everybody go.
0: Do they have vegetarian food there?
1: I'm pretty sure they do. They have a massive, um, massive menu.
0: Because I don't eat any. I'm proud. Gotcha. I like vegan, so (laughs) I have to. Yeah, I'm my, not um, fun to for, go out with.
1: <laughs> no, my my um. I had a friend that was like almost my sister for like decades, and she was vegetarian. So mm-hmm. everywhere we went, we had to make sure there was a vegetarian option for her. So
0: I know more common than you know. Well, Miamisburg. I remember as a child hearing stories from everybody downtown Miamisburg. In Miamisburg, mm-hmm. when I grew up, it didn't start to get really nice until like the late '90s
1: really it, it i like, was thinking even into the 2000s yeah
0: it started to change but it was a slow trend mm-hmm. change and now like i when i'm down there i'm like what, what what's that what's that it's, yeah. now it's just gorgeous little historical town and that it, wasn't always it the really case. is yeah that wasn't and always people
1: the case. are people are so sweet and it but you have to remember it's a city yeah. where waynesville is this cute little village yeah. like when it's
0: it, pretty big.
1: It's such a drastic, it's a city and there are big businesses and yeah. there's money in the town. Um, but there's still lots of ghosts and, um, some people have been very welcoming and opening their doors. Some of them I've had to like, kind of like, I don't know, buy cookies from them for a couple of times or go have a <laughs> couple glasses of wine. And, and I love that. I, I, it fuels my fire.
0: Like, yeah. it's like, a cute, it's a very people, cute downtown area. Yeah. I I want them
1: to be comfortable. I want them to know I'm a safe place. You're not crazy. You're the right amount of crazy. Um, And just, you know, tell me why you are freaking out. Because I can probably help with that situation.
0: I grew up right next to the high school and apartments Mm -hmm. next to the high school. And Mm -hmm. we had a haunted apartment. Wow. And we'd hear somebody walk in and walk out. Kitchen cabinets would open by themselves. Yeah. And we'd see people walk in and out. Um, someone did commit suicide wow. there. And we we often wondered. It was behind in his own car. It was his apartment. Mm-hmm. So we wondered if he just didn't realize he was dead. Now, I was lucky. Maybe. Because it just didn't scare me as a kid because my mom was very open to all of that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then down the street from where I grew up is this tiny cemetery in this little church.
1: Oh, and well, that's
0: always a good time. I loved that place when I was little. I'd walk down there and get yeah. in trouble and play with a little girl named Elizabeth.
1: Ooh, who was not alive.
0: Well, I didn't realize that alive. I was oh, little, nice. like very little, and I'm highly dyslexic, and I I don't hide it. I'm dyslexic, yeah. and yeah. I couldn't read when I was like in first grade. I had an awful uh-huh. time reading. And I told my mom, I go, Mom, you have to meet my friend Elizabeth. So she comes and she loved those places too. So she took a walk with me and then I got in trouble for walking so far because it was quite a walk for a little one. And Mm -hmm. there is a little girl there that died named Elizabeth. Oh, but I used to see her all the time. I thought I was seeing her all the time. I think she, she was there. Absolutely. Yeah. When I come into town, I'll have to give you the street name. Maybe you could stop by.
1: Absolutely, I would. I would love to do that. And I think I'm she, learning. I'm learning people, and I'm learning streets.
0: Yeah, I think she was from it's the great. 1800s, late 1800s. I think.
1: Of course, and I'm sure she had braids, and I'm, you know, I'm sure she died of cholera or um, <laughs> probably uh, some horrible. Yeah, yeah. God, people just died back then. It was just yeah. nothing. The and value was, of life was. Very low back then.
0: And remember, Dayton had a great flood.
1: Oh, the 1913. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a big one in Miamisburg. Oh, that's yeah. a big, big to do in Miamisburg.
0: And then the Underground Railroad goes all through there.
1: And that's massive in Waynesville. And I'm the one who resurrected that at for the museum. Yeah. Um, last winter, I wrote their Underground Railroad tour. And that's I gave cool. them, I gave their tour this past season and I'll be back. I'll be back giving them this summer too. Um, I love being able to give a- the people the avenues. There's so many people who I know, it's weird. They don't like the ghosts. I don't understand it either, but I do. <laughs> I It's fine, it's, but i I'd love fear. to give them. It is um, an ignorance, um, but um, I do like to give them the avenue. I, I'm just there to support the history and sure. yeah. it has opened up this other whole avenue of um, just teaching history and then that has kind of spun. I don't have to do events that are ghosts. Well, I love spooky. I love ghosts. I work ghosts into them and no matter what I do. But um, like that's why I'm doing Night of Poe now. Like he's not a ghost, but he's creepy. He's got some really cool, creepy stories. so yeah. that's why I got brought on to help on this Night of Poe event, um and then murder mysteries that's Mm -hmm. not ghosts. We create ghosts because we murder somebody, you know, fictitious. (laughs) In fiction, we're not murdering anybody for real. Um, So it's just, people just kind of look at me and say, you do the darker stuff. And I'm like, I'm your girl. Come on over, (laughs) drink
0: my, drink my Kool-Aid. Well, I think the paranormal and all of that kind of attracts I don't know. Like I like spooky stuff too. I like Halloween. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love the the macabre. I love gothic stuff. I love uh-huh. old. I love antiques. My house mm-hmm. is old. Nice. And you know, when you walk into historical houses, if you touch the woodwork in the walls, you can feel the mm-hmm. history.
1: hmm
0: You can feel yeah, the history. Yeah, I walk into that
1: places like that. that kind of dank, musty moldy. I just breathe that in and I'm go, I can smell the haunted. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like this place just smells haunted to me. And it, it is. And it's, Um, I've been to some really cool buildings, um, some really old buildings. Mm-hmm. And then people are surprised when there's newer hauntings. If I say this building's like 1980s, 1990s, oh, we're absolutely. still thinking that's, we're still thinking that's like 10 years ago. And it's, decades ago.
0: Well, too, badly. it's not only the buildings. It could be the land.
1: The land, yep. You and it could be on the land.
0: Yep. I mean, there's yep. a lot of war in certain places, too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're on a river, there was war.
1: Right. Exactly. So yep. if
0: you built your house on there, there's a good chance that you might yeah. have something happen.
1: Or you have the limestone or you have, yep. you know, water or yeah. There's railroad a lot tracks. Of railroad tracks. Yeah. Yes. It's like, I don't want to have the energy with that.
0: I don't want to live next to a railroad track. I just don't. They're loud yeah, there's, and they bring stuff they loud.
1: They do. Yeah. We've got some really great creepy stories in Miamisburg about people getting hit. And yeah. one of them, I can't remember the, uh, 1897, I want to say about a, a man and his little girl uh in their buggy and carriage going across the tracks and at that time trains didn't have to slow down they didn't have to blow their horns they didn't have to there were no crossings there were no lights and a train came down the tracks it spooked the horse the, the horse reared up instead of moving he stayed in the tracks the the train hit the horse buggy mm-hmm. dad and little girl and judge my my audience but it, it basically drug a whole group of horse buggy horse people down the track and kind of just exploded them everywhere. Oh. And I'm like, there's your ghost story for you. Like, oh, my God, that's don't even want to think about it. But that puts stuff into the land. Sure. It does, that puts yeah. stuff into that energy from the tracks. Like, Yeah.
0: So Paula, in your investigations of the areas, what has been what has been your most unique experience? Wowza! Well,
1: I love. I think I, I love the fact that Waynesville is so haunted. It's what I. It, it's just so unique. It's. I get people who almost message me every week and they're like, I live on Third Street and I think my house is haunted. I'm like, no, it is. It is. You're in Waynesville. Um, I I love telling everybody in my tours and my interviews that uh, Waynesville has this extra layer of hospitality. You can't see them, but they're happy to have you. And (laughs) I have spirits who follow me around in Waynesville. Um, They'll pop up everywhere I'm at. Paul's doing that right now. Paul needs to stay away. (laughs) Paul should not come up to third street. Paul needs to go home. Um, But he's been following me around lately. Um, And kids, like I'm a kid. I'm a ghost kid magnet. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been, I I can't even tell you how many places I've been. And I like to go in cold. Some places that I, I, if I've never been there, I want to go in cold. I want to walk the building. And I get to certain rooms and I'm like, I like this one. I like this room a lot. I'm coming back later. And I'm telling you, 9 out of 10 times there's some kind of a kid connection. And I'm like, "Of course, I found the kids." <laughs> and I think it's cuz I got, I think I got the mom vibe. Right. Like if they're dead or alive, I'm still going to make them a snack, you know, get them some fruit snacks and stuff. Like I I think they're just cool with that. I get ghost hugs from kids all the time and I love it. Um so the kids and I just love the the layers of haunting, like in Waynesville, that up and down the street, up through the buildings. Um, and I love people getting comfortable with me and opening their doors to me and opening their stories to me. Right. Um, cause I never judge. I am like a sponge. I want to hear it all. I want to hear every version of every story because I want to know the truth. I want like it's kind of hard to get the truth a lot of stuff is legends and lures and it's passed down and sure. it's not documented a hundred percent. But if you can hear five different interpretations of the story, you can start picking out what's true. Um, and then you also have to judge the person who's telling you the story
0: um, right.
1: to, it's, it's a lot of like human interpreting humans and the personalities. And it goes back to bartending. I'm going to know if you're too drunk or you're not drunk enough and know how to pour your drink. It's just like, how far do I push you on a ghost story to where you're not comfortable talking to me anymore or you think I'm stranger danger and I'm too crazy. So, um, (laughs) it's, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm good with almost all levels of crazy, except for the dangerous ones. (laughs) Uh, yeah. You find the creepers out there and they occasionally will find me.
0: Creepers are everywhere in all professions.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, it's not just the ghost stuff.
0: Whoa, absolutely
1: not. We We don't like them,
0: creepers.
1: (laughs) No, i've I've had, I've had a few incidences starting out, and I, I, my dad was a cop, so I grew up, you know, like super, like you lock your doors, you lock your garage doors, like you when you go into a building, you put your back to the wall. Like I'm just, that's just second nature to me. And getting started in the ghost hunting stuff, I learned that um, there's groups and those groups not are not always very welcoming. Um, and with me being nude, what do you mean? You haven't been doing this for 10 years. We won't have you in our group. Um, so and I wanted to go places and I wanted to explore and I wanted I I mean, I had a bucket list. I had been making my list for decades. Mm-hmm. And and I will say I, I went to not not one, but a couple places where, um, the, the, uh, people got a little handsy. Um, and I had to do a kind of a fast dart out of some buildings. Um, and that's, I, some people like to blame it on the paranormal. I just blame it on human nature. I mm. mean, it is what it is. It's unfortunate that it happens, but, um, you do have to speak out about it. Um, make your bubble be like, Yeah, so I have found my little clan. I have learned not to go out by myself everywhere. Um, And so I do have a very close-knit group. I am not a group. Everybody's like, Paula, you're a group. I'm like, I'm not a group. I'm not a group (laughs) because I I am inclusive, not exclusive. I will always welcome somebody. I will welcome them if they have 40 years experience. I will welcome them if they have four minutes of experience. Because we all have stuff to learn from each other. Oh, I love teaching those newbies. I love listening. I love hearing new techniques, seeing new equipment. Um, I have people that I will just sit there for all night and listen to them because I love the way they talk and they ask questions. and Or they set up their equipment differently. Or I I'm, I just want to know it all. Like, I'm not looking to be the best. I just want to know... I, I, am just so curious. And it's just like learning history. You, there's history infinitely. Mm -hmm. You're never going to learn all of history. But, um, so I love, I, I'm not, I'm, I just decided I'm not going to jump through the hoops. I'm not going to try to kill myself and try to get into these groups. I'm going to do this my way. And, um, but that's good because I'm just stubborn like that and I have, it's my way. (laughs) I want to do it my way. Um, and that's where, yeah, Paula's Paranormal Project came about, P3. And it just came to me like it's it it it's been talking to me for years. Um, and I had to finally stop and listen to the voices and go, OK, you win. <laughs> Let's do this. Um, so that's where I created P3. And I take people on adventures and um, we go out to places like we go to Waverly. Um, I don't know. What's the checklist? This coming season, y'all, for 2024, <laughs> it's it's the big. I already have Mansfield. I already have Eloise. I already have. Um, oh my gosh, the list goes on forever, and then I'll be doing my fun, my fun closer ones like Fairfield County. I've got Indiana State Sanatorium. I just got dates from Trans Allegheny today, and this. If you want to come with me. You message me because I have like Trans Allegheny. I'll have eight spots. My first mm-hmm. eight best friends who want to come with me because we're all going to be best friends by the end of the night if we're not already. <laughs> You're gonna um, be close. <laughs> it's yeah. Um, come and experience with me, and that's I. I have a little core that jumps on my dates, but I usually mm-hmm. like to leave a few extra spots open for newbies and encourage the newbies to come out. So. Yeah, I have a group of people who love Miami'sburg history. So I kind of cater to them. And then I have people who love Waynesville. So I kind of cater to Waynesville. And then we have the in-betweens. We have my Centerville. Cause yes. I have my Andrew Vincent house in Centerville, which I'm doing, um, I'm doing two hunts there. I'm making them very uh very small, mm-hmm. only six people. And that's a limestone house that is in the heart of Centerville. And we have the there's a realtor group in there. Yeah. And that's a long story of how I met them. And I adore them. Lisa and Dawn. I, oh my God. Like, I don't know why it took so long for them to be in my life. But um, that house, Andrew Vincent House, is hopping. It's got four resident ghosts, and they've got this little guy named Dobby, who's adorable. He's a kid. Of course, he's going to be adorable. Yeah, of course. And he's going to yes. love me. um, so I can't wait to take people in there because it'll be the first time they're letting me bring some is that people that the house in on there. Main Street? It's right down from um, like City Barbecue and Glares. Yeah.
0: yeah, I know it's where it is. a little
1: further. Yes. Yeah, it was a pet. It was a pet shop at one time. It was mm-hmm. a doctor's office at one time. Yeah, it's kind of across the street from Route Funeral
0: Parlor. I know. Parlor, what, I know funeral. exactly. You know the um, yeah. on Main Street. There's near a the blue, dry cleaner. Yeah. On Main yep. Street, there's a blue building, mm-hmm. an old blue building. It, it's probably mm-hmm. 1800s. I worked in that building when I first met my husband because he's from Zinnoville. Oh. and yeah. um, it used to be a candy store called Cinnerville Chocolate Tear, and I made wow. the chocolates. I was up in the attic. Why? I did the chocolates. And Why did they leave? Well, she moved. She got her husband got transferred, uh, and I was like ew. really young. I I think I was 1920. Oh, okay. It was so funny. We'd hear people go in and out all the time. That place yeah. was extremely haunted. Really? And that building, Whoa. the owners had ties. I think Abraham Lincoln stopped by that building at one point.
1: Oh, I know which building you're talking about. I worked in the oh building. Oh, my gosh. Yes, they have. There was a tattoo parlor in there for a really yes. long time. And they were super cool. They were great. Um, And they just recently sold the building. and they have stri- you would not recognize it. They have stripped the blue off. They have taken it down mm. to its original brick. Yeah. So it's a totally different. And I think it's going to be like a pub or restaurant. Really? Um. But people, are, people are going to be able to get in. And yes, I have for years. Like all three of my years, I've been doing this. Um. I have been wanting to get in there because I did hear it is definitely it is. active. Yeah, it's it very is,
0: active. Yeah. yeah, you'd like it. Yep.
1: I yep. Yeah. Um, I know Centerville's been a little, um, okay. They've been very standoffishy with me. Um, that, that's cool. I understand. I'm not, I'm not going to throw me down your throat. Like I'm here if you want me, if not, you know, call me when you need me. Um, and that's what I've done with the historical society. I keep my ear out. I'm a Centerville. I live in Centerville. I love Centerville history. Um, and of course I would love my foot in the door. But I've just been like, hey, you know what? I'm going to keep my ear out for you. If something bad's coming your way, I'll warn you. If not, you know where I'm at. But the two ladies who own Andrew Vincent House, Mm -hmm. they're not part of the historical. They're not a museum. They're a business. And I have full access to their building. And I've built a relationship with their ghosts um, to the point that Lisa and Don are like, you're just one of the family. So have at it and teach people about this stuff. But,
0: yeah. Have you looked into Oakwood in that area with some of those older places?
1: I have been hearing the tales of one story from Oakwood. Um, I love Oakwood, the beautiful mansions. I yeah. do photography down there. Um, the Oakwood Demon House story
0: has oh, popped yes. up,
1: and I have been hearing it. My good friend Dave has some really amazing EVPs from that house that he captured and found. Um, And then I was one of the people who go with me. Mm -hmm. His dad was one of the cops who went out to that house. So it's been really weird how I'm just meeting people and the pieces are coming together. And yeah, so... That's about all the paranormal I know about Oakwood except for they have amazing, beautiful big mansions.
0: Yeah, and that, that park. Patterson Park yeah. is has got a lot of activity. Yes. By the way. Yes. I own a house Homestead, down there. Yes. Yeah. Um cool. where the golf courses in the mm-hmm. Patterson Monument all through there. That nice. place is highly active at night.
1: Ooh.
0: Very, oh, very man. active. Yeah. That whole area My problem now Calum is Park.
1: I go to places now and I fall in love with them and then they start asking <laughs> me to help them and I'm going, I don't need to sleep this month of January. I can do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, I want to help everyone. That's my problem. But um,
0: You had to yeah, pace yourself.
1: I do. I'm trying to figure out how to pace myself. Um,
0: and if you're doing yeah, mediumship, find a really good mentor.
1: I yeah I do have a very uh wonderful mentor her name's uh Renee Rubio he's Rubio mm-hmm. um she and she does the sanctuary of the goddess
0: I know Renee. Here, and
1: she's oh oh my god I Renee just yeah she laid it out to me a few years ago and it's I was a hot tubby sobbing mess and oh I adore her I the little voices have told me I need to get back to her this winter. So I'm starting to drop my messages to her like Renee, like here I am a hot mess girl. Come take care of me. Um, but I, I adore her and I, I worked with other, uh, Teresa Lynch. I feel blessed every time I get to work with Teresa. Um, and then I have another friend, Brandy Jeffers. She's with the UPP in mm-hmm. New York. And those two ladies, whenever I get the opportunity to work with them, it's, it's an honor because they just stretch me. They just, I don't know. They look at me and they're like, you're not, you know, you're not crazy. And I'm like, I'm crazy, but (laughs) like, show me. So I love working with both of them because they're just the biggest hearts. And, um, they just, I don't know. I'm, I, there's places that I'm not comfortable yet in exploring and, and voicing out that and they both kind of just look at me and they go you can do it like fly little bird fly (laughs) um so I'm I'm working my way into I don't know what it is but there's yeah why I can find the dead kids in the building there's a reason why so
0: so what is your most memorable moment In a particular, any of the particular buildings that just hit you really hard? Um,
1: I love doing my residentials. I think those are like kind of the most fulfilling and hit closest to me is, um, when you give people answers, um, I've done I've done a handful of residentials and residentials we never and I've learned this from um, the people who I've learned ghost hunting from. You don't charge for those. You're helping people. And that's why we're (laughs) here. Um, Just to see that look of relief in people's faces when you go, you're not crazy. There is a dead dude in your bedroom or um, like this person doesn't know that they're dead. Do you want to cross them over? Or, I mean, just these, I've been to a couple of crossing overs. um, Teresa, I was there with Teresa for a couple of them. And it's, it's like one of the most amazing highs ever. Um, Just the feeling of completion and um, for the homeowner and the spirit. And I mean, we've thrown some bad people out. Um, We've, (laughs) There was one night in a basement where we were screaming German cuss words to a spirit in the basement that needed to be gone. That's a memorable one. Goodness. Um, Wow. Yeah, he was, (laughs) there was a, unbeknownst to us, there was a POW camp in Wilmington. And -hmm. it was a working farm POW camp. And one of their um, people would hop the fence and would come over and get into the people's basements. And unfortunately um, got a hold of one of the little neighborhood girls um, and stuff happened. And so there was stuff happening in that, in that house, but um, that was a crazy night. And it was me, Teresa, um, my paranormal sidekick, Emil and uh, Lee. Lee was all, there was the four of us and mm-hmm. that, that was one of my favorite residentials because it was it, they've had no problems since like they've come to us months later and they're like you know what we've had years years of being afraid of our house and we're still a piece it's still it's home it's home again and i'm like that's fabulous cuz home is supposed to be where you you have shelter where you can right. go and relax where you can regroup and to live in fear and have not not have a sanctuary to go to so those Those are the biggest touching moments I find with doing this.
0: And I think too, I think the reason why people get into the paranormal is to find those answers and to help Mm -hmm. and to learn. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I do have those people who come, um, and they do have questions and I don't guarantee them anything. I've had people come to me with, um, recently departed friends or family, mm-hmm. and they think if they they come enough and um, they come to enough events or they have enough experiences that they're going to get the answers. And I'm like, I know so many people who have close family members who have passed that, that they're literally, they're never going to hear. I don't know what the cosmos <laughs> is in the cosmos, but for some reason, relatives are just not that it's just not meant to be. And I, I tell people, I try to help them, like, I'm like, you realize the fact that you don't hear from your dad means he's in a good place, means he's, you know, crossed over, he's settled, he's found peace. I'm like, it's not to say in 20 years he doesn't come back for a visit, but right. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. it's it's helping them work through their grief as much as anything. I agree. Um, yeah.
0: What are some of the upcoming events open to the public coming up in 224?
1: Um, well, we don't like to say public because people like to say like public, I like to say you're my new best friends. Um, and they're private mm-hmm. events that, um, I give you, uh, there's a lot of clauses in a lot of these uh, documents that I sign. Um, so we're, what are we doing? Um, I have para night coming up on January 6th in Waynesville. Mm-hmm. And we did this last year. It was a big hit. Um, and they're new locations this year. They are Four locations that I have actively investigated this past year and have had um, really good activity. So, what we do is we put people in little teams of five to six people mm-hmm. and we rotate them at two hours through the four different locations. So, people can be extremely experienced. I have one team that signed up and it's a family because mom and dad have never been able to bring their kids on a hunt. Mm -hmm. So the kids are, I think the kids are like 10 and 12. I'm trying to do ages 10 and up. Um, So they're excited to have this family outing. Um, And then I, um, what else do I have? I have Night of Poe in Waynesville coming up on January 27th. Um, I have my two Andrew Vincent uh, investigations. And then the whole season for 2024 for P3 Like I started to say, we're, we're hitting the big ones. We're hitting Eloise. We're hitting Mansfield. We're hitting Trans-Allegheny. We're hitting, I'm going to Gettysburg Bash this year for the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, My list just goes on. And I would tell you all, I'm a big Facebook junkie. So if you want to find out where I'm at and what I'm doing, because it's literally every day somewhere different, um, P3 Paula's Paranormal Project. You'll find me there. I'm on Instagram. Yeah, kind of. I try to post there. I try to be good on Instagram, but <laughs> Facebook blows up, especially with running the Waynesville Paranormal page, the Way- the Miamisburg Paranormal page, um, and then P3, Okay, and then all the events with Waynesville and Miamisburg I do.
0: That's awesome. Well, Paula, I really hope when I'm in Dayton sometime soon, which I come quite a Absolutely. bit,
1: we can meet Make and have coffee. A yeah. Yes. Make it a date for sure.
0: Yes. You know what? i really enjoyed talking with you. You're, you've are you done so much in such a short time. Aww. You should be very thank proud you. of yourself. Aww. And I am That's so happy cool. I got to talk to you tonight. And thank you. you. I know you have kids and it's hard to like find ah. time to do this kind of stuff, but I'm really glad you came on.
1: Yeah. And they're amazing kids. They've been really understanding. They're totally into this ghost thing, too. So they're really proud. And they go to school. and My mom's a ghost hunter. They get (laughs) kind of weird looks sometimes, but they hang in there with me. So, yeah.
0: Well, tell them this. Tell your kids when I was little, Mm -hmm. my mom was into all that stuff. And it was, Mm -hmm. tell them a long time ago, before the TV shows were on, like, I'm talking in search of time period. So mm-hmm. tell him it was even yeah. worse back then. I bet. <laughs> so everyone
1: thought you were crazy.
0: Of course, I thought it was normal.
1: Yeah. Do you do you go to <laughs> exactly. school? And
0: your mom's like, "Honey, you can't really say that." <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why
1: say it? Just say it now.
0: Now, now I think. Thank now. goodness for like social media and TV, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's just opened up. A whole different thing that people are yeah. comfortable coming out and saying hey i saw this i did this i feel this mm-hmm. so i think we're blessed nowadays in a lot of ways
1: yep in a lot of ways we are yeah
0: paula i hope you come back on sometime soon okay. and fabulous Any for time. some events and well thank you yeah. so much and you have a, you. a really good weekend
1: you too, too all right good night